It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. And for many of you, this will be your second listen or view a live emergency pod. Brian Harson has been fired by Auburn. Something that a lot of folks wanted several, several weeks ago. And then after kind of the bye week came and gone, we're like, okay, well, I, I guess you got to wait till the end of the season. Clearly that isn't the case as he has now been relieved of his duties. He will receive 70% of his promised salary, and half of that buyout will be due to him within the next 30 days. I think this is a win for Auburn. You get Brian Harson out of there. I do have concerns with how this could impact the roster, but based on all the parents texting me and a lot of what the players and recruits are tweeting right now, it may not be that big of a deal at all. Fingers crossed. We'll have to wait and see. What a huge day for the Auburn Tigers. First, news becomes official that Auburn will be bringing in their next athletics director after Alan Green stepped down earlier this fall. John Cohen, the now former Mississippi State athletics director, comes in and takes over this program. And great, outstanding PR move by President Roberts with all of this happening. Look, it took him a little bit longer than a lot of people thought to put this AD in place. And so what can you do to make people not worry about that for a second longer? You fire Brian Harson. That's exactly what he did. The timing was incredible. And look, I originally thought that it would be silly to fire him on a Monday. Like, why would you put this team in this situation going to Starkville? But the damage has been done, right? And a lot of you that listen kind of, I don't want to say attack. That seems a little little dramatic, but pointed out because I was in the camp, keep him till the end of the season, then let him go 100% due to keeping players around longer. But a lot of you pointed out, and you're correct, the damage has been done, and it seems to be getting worse and worse and worse. The report that came out last week about red shirts, he did not want to give out red shirts. He did not want players coming into his office saying, hey, coach, I'm taking a red shirt. It sounds like that's exactly what Landon King did. It sounds like that's what other players wanted to do, including TJ Finley, who has already played four games. They wanted him to come in and relieve Robbie Ashford for a few plays towards the end of this last Saturday's game. But TJ, aware of his red shirt status, 
Didn't want to go in. Sound like there's a big blow up. Look, Brian Harson has lost this team and made it very clear that folks did not want to go in and fight for him being the head coach. And at that point, you got to move on. You got to move on. And that is what President Roberts did. And so Cohen comes in and we'll talk about some names that he'll probably hire in a moment. But ever since Brian Harson took over, he promised something, right? He promised that this would be a disciplined football team. He promised the one and zero mentality. He promised this vision that Auburn was going to be this hard-nosed football team. And he also promised that he would protect the backyard in this community in regards to recruiting the local community. None of those things really ever happened. They sounded good. Boy, did they sound good. And he said it over and over and over again. And then a year of data goes by. He almost gets fired in February. People are going to wonder how he was going to approach things moving forward. And right when about everybody wrote him off, media days happened. And he said all the right things again. And man, he said it so well. He was so easy to listen to. And it's like, you know what? I believe this guy. I think Brian Harson could turn this thing around. And then nothing changed. Right? In fact, it may have gotten worse. And you're seeing all of the, uh, the members of the Auburn recruiting beat kind of put out things now. Point after point after point of saying, yeah, Brian Harson didn't recruit on Friday nights. He dropped the ball on junior day. It just, it, it never seemed to be like something that he wanted to do. And obviously to compete at this high of a level in the SEC, you have to be able to recruit. He wasn't able to do it. It's a shame. It really is a shame. And, you know, best of luck to him moving forward. But this Auburn football program will move forward without him. See somebody comment there. Darlene says this is the best thing for Auburn to get back on track. And I think that's I think that sums it up extremely, extremely well, Darlene. Well said. Well said. So what do you do moving forward, right? How does this team respond to this news? It seems like most folks are excited. I do think there's concern, right, in the short term of how do you finish the season strong? A lot of these guys, a lot of people using their super senior season to come back because they believed in what Brian Harson was doing. John Samuel Shanker, team captain, he comes on this show every single week. One of the many players that believed in what Brian Harson was doing. Colby Wooden, Derek Hall, a bunch of these dudes. And so how, how do they respond, right? I, I think that's going to be something. But all in all, this seems to be a net positive as long as there's just not this mass exodus of players through the transfer portal. Based on the first few hours of this news being out there, I don't think that that's that likely. It's not as likely as I thought it would be leading up to this news. I do think the timing of it being on a Monday is weird. And it kind of makes you wonder, did Roberts want to get this done, then this deal officially done with Cohen on Sunday? And they just couldn't get it done because there was some backlash between some boosters and some other folks that I'm sure will come out over time. Did they want to get this done Sunday so they could fire Brian Harson on a Sunday? I don't know. It'll be impossible to tell. Um, but I, I do think that is really the only thing where I'm scratching my head. But from a timing standpoint and a PR standpoint, um, I guess you can kind of read out, um, read between the lines here. I'm trying to scroll through some of the comments here just to see if anybody has something on this specific topic while we're talking. A lot of folks are listing names. I will list some names 
that Auburn could go after in just a moment. But I, I think the timing of hiring Cohen to be Auburn's new AD is very big in all of this. It does make you wonder if they couldn't have gotten it done with Cohen, if something would have slipped through the cracks or maybe they had a last-second change of heart, would this have happened? Or is this just them putting a flag in the ground saying, hey, this is the new era of Auburn athletics. Take it or leave it. I don't know. I like it. I like the idea. Props to Roberts because I do think he kind of dropped the ball and the AD thing taken as long as he did. But once again, great PR move by him getting rid of all of this. Let's touch on some of the names that you guys want to touch on in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. Hey, got to tell you about our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline is the best place to wager on all of your sports action. And um, we'll see what the odds are for where Brian Harson ends up and also what the odds are down the road once they have them up on who the favorite to be Auburn's next head coach is. That'll be fun. Check out BetOnline. It's where the game starts. All right. A lot of you asking, where does Auburn go next? Brandon Marcello of 247 Sports put out a report, and he's been very close to all of the action. Kind of makes you wonder who he knows, but uh, within the current program. But we put it up at AuburnDaily.com. Apparently, Lane Kiffin is going to be the first call. Now, will Lane Kiffin accept it? I don't know. I believe Lane Kiffin needs to be your first call. I agree with all of this. And if he can bring Lane Kiffin to Auburn, holy cow. What a moment. What a moment that would be. And what a quick turnaround. The issue is you got to wait forever, right? You got to wait till the end of the season. And Ole Miss is probably going to play. They've got a really solid chance to play in a New Year's Six Bowl. We'll see. They've actually kind of started um, getting a little bit worse. But they're going to play in a bowl game around the start of the new year. So you got to wait a while if that's the case. I can't see him accepting that beforehand and then continuing to coach the rest of the season. I don't think that would really work SEC head coach to SEC head coach. We'll see. I could be wrong. The second call, in my opinion, is to Deion Sanders, right? And I think this is a fan favorite just because I think the biggest frustration what Brian Harson's tenure has brought has been where in the world has the recruiting been? If you bring in Deion Sanders, man, the recruiting... Um, the recruiting would be incredible. You'd have to think. I mean, what he's been able to do with Jackson State is awesome. Um, you're seeing more and more interviews and folks like Bo Jackson and saying, hey, he belongs at the Power 5 level. I think it's coming. Now, I do kind of have questions with, uh, with Sanders as far as like, do we know how good of a coach he is or would he do the CEO role? I'm fine with either. It's just a question. He hasn't been doing this super long. Is he ready for that? Can he make some good hires on the OC and DC? And to kind of facilitate things from there and just head up recruiting, I think all that can work. I think all of that could work at a high level. We just got to see if he's able to do that. I'm seeing several people in the live chat here. And once again, if you are here and not subscribed or have not liked the video yet, please do that. It helps the channel and this episode out a ton. A lot of people saying stoops. And I am not sure that that would work. Don't really have a reason why. It's just a gut feeling. I don't think that would work. Um, Russell says we need Lane Kiffin or somebody just like him to energize our recruiting. Otherwise, next year won't be any different from the last two. Uh, I think there's some generalities thrown out there, um, Russell. But all in all, I, I agree with you. Lane Kiffin's energy would be infectious. Lane Kiffin's energy would be a national storyline. And man, Auburn has been 
the butt uh, of some national storylines. They need to be um, they need to be on the positive side of it. And so a Lane Kiffin level hire would do that instantly, instantly. The issue with that is once you got, you got to wait till Ole Miss season is over, do you want to do that? And two, I love Lane Kiffin as a hire because he has shown that in the short amount of time that the transfer portal era of college football has existed, he has been able to execute at a higher level than virtually anybody else throughout college football. Small sample size, but he's been killing it. He has proclaimed himself the portal king, and Auburn needs a portal king, right? You look at this roster going into December. We talked about this on this morning's Locked on Auburn. There is a chance Auburn, after the Iron Bowl, will have five, five, let me say that one more time, five offensive linemen on scholarship, right? How do you answer that? How do you battle with that? Because you don't have like a bunch of guys that are just going to be college ready in this recruiting class, assuming you keep them all. And I think you will. I think Auburn's going to keep a ton of their recruits just because it's very clear that they're committing to Auburn, not Brian Harson. I just got a text that there's a players meeting at three. So for folks listening in the future, that doesn't really matter. But for folks watching on YouTube right now, there's a players meeting at three. So there you go. But Auburn needs a portal king, right? And so Lane Kiffin would do that because there's going to be so many holes in this roster. Um, offensive, defensive line are going to be major issues. What do you do with linebacker? You've got to fix that position. You'll have the bodies at linebacker, but man, that position has just been bad. Bad, 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 bad. So we'll see. Um, okay, all of the folks talking about how Harson was never given a shot at Auburn. That is the biggest load of crap, guys. What do you mean by that? Because he almost got fired in February? I, I, I'm just not buying all of that. Look, this is a guy that if he wanted to go out and recruit, he would have gone out and recruited. He didn't. He didn't go out and recruit. And you're seeing report after report after report and instance after instance and story after story. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. And if you see one of the big national talking heads or somebody that covers another school, I've seen it all morning and it's wearing me out. It's exhausting because it's false. It's not true. And the narrative, and this has died down a little bit, that you can't win a championship at Auburn. Shut up. Get out of here. And, and this whole, don't bow down to the storyline that Ole Miss is a better job than Auburn because that is a load of crap. It's a load of crap. You can definitely win championships at Auburn. Every coach that's been hired since 2000, with the exception of Brian Harson, either played for a national championship or should have played for a national championship. So get out of here with all that crap. Get out of here with that. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tiff. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So let's just move on. Let's move on. And so you look at all of these potential hires, right? Lane Kiffin, Deion Sanders, those are my top two. I'm higher on Jeff Grimes than most people. I know most people are like, oh my gosh, he's an OC. I like the fit, right? And I think something to keep in mind with all of this, because I think we've learned our lesson, is fit at Auburn and probably most places, but definitely at Auburn, fit is more important than resume. Now, sure, there's going to be some trade-off there, but I do think that that's something worth noting. So don't just roll your eyes when you see Jeff Grimes if that ever comes up. Okay, well, let's just let's just keep that here. Um, locked on Vols in the house. Give us hypo, please. Goodness gracious. No, but seriously, though, with Locked on Vols, if, if for anybody that says Auburn's got a long way to go, look at what Tennessee has done. 
this should excite you. Watch Tennessee every week of the year for the foreseeable future because they may win a natty. They're incredible. And just go back and look at what everything Josh Heupel has done with Hinden Hooker. Kind of lucked up into Hinden, uh, to, to Hinden Hooker, but still, you take it. You absolutely take it. If you get the right coach and the right quarterback, it all comes together. Right? We're all over the place today, but I, I think that's awesome. Um, interim coach Jerry, they have not announced that as of us recording this. That has not been announced. People got to quit calling me. Yes, I know Brian Harson's been fired. Thank you for telling me. Um, I like Fickle. Okay, uh, Luke uh, Fickle is the uh, is the coach at Cincinnati. I don't know if he'd leave there. Personally, I understand liking him, but once again, this goes back to I think you got to look at the fit more than you have to look at the resume. Yes, he took. A G5 school, Cincinnati, to the college football playoff. Yes, he is a good coach. But the fit, we've done this before. Harshan was very successful at a Mountain West school. His resume was awesome. But the fit wasn't there because he didn't have the SEC connections. I, I do think that matters. I do think that matters. Our Locked On Gators host keeps texting me Dan Mullen. Get out of here with that, please. Thank you. Thank you. We need a splash hire, as Jack's saying in the in the chat. And let's kind of break down who those splash hires would be. Lane Kiffin. Y'all got to quit calling me. Y'all got to quit calling me. Lane Kiffin. Deion Sanders. Is Hugh Freeze a splash hire in the chat? Let me know. It, would you consider hiring Hugh Freeze away from Liberty as a splash hire? Let me know. Let me know. Getting texted PJ Fleck. Once again, PJ Fleck, I think, is a really, really good coach. Does the fit make sense? The resume makes sense, I think, on all of the coaches that are being put out there, right? But PJ Fleck, same as Fickle to me. I, I don't think it necessarily makes sense in regards to winning at Auburn or winning at any SEC team. Y'all got to quit calling me. And so I, I think that's just such a big part of all of this is fit, fit, fit. Several people saying freeze would be a great hire. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. A lot of people saying I like Q freeze. Okay, great. Great. I like Q freeze in the short term. I don't know if I like Q freeze in the long term. The current makeup of the roster, like Robbie Ashford and the Hugh freeze offense, like, ooh, did y'all just get that chill? Did y'all just get that chill? Because it felt nice. It felt nice. I think that'd be great. But in the long term, like, I don't know. I don't know exactly how that works. I think he's shown that he can beat Alabama, right? I think Auburn overvalues that a little bit, you know, the importance of beating Alabama. But, you know, I, I think that's definitely a trait that you want. I love all the Locked On shows in here. That's fun. Um, Y'all got to quit calling me. Freeze is Gus 2.0. Like, now that we're a little bit removed from Gus, is that a bad thing? Like, let's just ask that question. Is that a bad thing? Del McGee is at Georgia. I don't know why he would leave. I don't know why he would leave that situation. I don't think that's a splash high. I don't think the average college football fan knows who Del McGee is. And so if Auburn's making a quote-unquote splash higher, if that's something that we all have to do and we all agree on, I don't think Del McGee checks those boxes. Somebody said a second ago, Auburn has, Auburn has all the money. Go and get Lane Kiffin. Um, I'm cool with that. And look, this we, we need to quit acting like Auburn has like we need to quit acting like Auburn is limited on funds here. 
Brian Fisher tweeted out, Auburn has paid roughly $37 million in football head coach buyouts in the past 687 days. That is $54,900 per day, right? I mean, that is such a ridiculous number to go 9-12 and 12 in two years and 3-10 and 10 in the SEC. Like, that is ridiculous. And so for all these folks that are like, man, to get Lane Kiff to be $9 million a year, yeah, we're good. Like, we got it. We got it. We can go get Lane Kiffin. Absolutely. My biggest concern in all of this is just hearing about Cohen, our new AD, is, hey, talking to folks that covered Mississippi State closely and knew him at a personal level, he's similar to Alan Green in the fact of, like, sometimes he prioritizes a budget more than he prioritizes winning. That's my only concern. And I hope that's not, I hope that's not true, right? I hope... Two years go by, and it's like, oh, yeah, that was a bunch of crap. That was a bunch of crap. Because then, in the same breath, they talk about how much he is into, like, facilities. And facilities aren't good for budgets, right? Expanding Plainsman Park and adding end zone seating and all of that. Man, is something going on? Why are y'all keep – this is crazy. People that don't I haven't talked to in years are calling me. It's like, yes, I know that he is gone. Let me send a text real quick, guys. Okay, yeah, so uh, – All in all, I I think this is great. I think this is great. Um, You have a budget at Mississippi State. Yeah, that's true. It's not the same job. And I've seen several people say, oh, yay, another lateral move. No, no. Being anything in Mississippi State versus being something at Auburn is not a lateral move. I think you can say the same for Ole Miss. I think you can say the same for Ole Miss. And I've talked about this before. Um Uh, I'm sorry, guys. My phone is blowing up right now, and y'all are being funny in the comments. Um, Matt Rule. Okay, we haven't talked about Matt Rule. For folks who don't know who Matt Rule is, Matt Rule was just fired by the Carolina Panthers a few years ago. He turned Temple around. He took one of the craziest jobs. Like, why would you take the job at Baylor when he took the job at Baylor when all that stuff was going on? He turned that program around. He could do a lot of really, really good things. I think he's a good program turnarounder. Yep, we just said that. We just made that term. And so I, I think there's a lot of value in Matt Rule. I also think it's interesting when he was fired by the Panthers, our friends at Bet Online put out odds of where he would go next. Auburn had the second best odds. What does that mean? Right? Vegas isn't doing that just because it's cute, right? Auburn is the 13th winningest, winningest program in FBS, Mississippi State is 95th. Yep, not the same. Not the same. Ryan, if you want to find budgets too, I think that'd be hilarious if you could find that and send that to me. That'd be awesome. So Matt Rule is interesting. He apparently called someone that's aware of what Auburn is and asked what he thought about the Auburn job. That happened today. I was told that this morning. So what does that mean? Has he been reached out to? Does Matt Rule make sense? I don't know. I like Matt Rule from a CEO facilitator. I don't know if I like him from a recruiting standpoint. Um, per 247 Sports, Auburn coaching search, Lane Kiffin reportedly, AD, John Cohen's. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Auburn Daily wrote about that too. And we put that up um, a while ago. We talked about it earlier in the show. Yeah, so I think Lane Kiffin will be the first call. Um, assuming that that report is true, Lane Kiffin will be the first call. A bunch of you just joined in. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, please subscribe to this uh, channel and like this video. It means a ton. 
Um, Zach Blackerby thinks it's a it's great. A man lost his job. Yeah, I do. He's gonna be okay. <laughs> He's getting like twelve million dollars. He's gonna be all right. He's gonna make more than all of us in here probably put together. So yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, a few folks asking about the interim that has not been announced yet. Um, we should know soon. And they could go any direction with interim, right? I think there's an argument for like five or six different people on staff of which way you wanted to go for that. Jesse says Kiffin is by far the number one candidate. Um, yep, I agree. I agree. Uh, a bunch of folks must have just come in asking about Coach Prime. I think Coach Prime makes a lot of sense in regards to energy, in regards to recruiting. Um, once again, I, I think he could be a good CEO, facilitator. I do have questions on like, is he an SEC level head coach? I mean, we just haven't seen it. There's no way to know. I mean, he's been doing. He's been a head coach at the college level for like not that long, and so can he take that next step? I think he's ready for it. I definitely think he's worthy of it. I just think that's really the only con you have to circle and say, hey, is this is this worth the risk? Um, locked on Kentucky says, fine, I'll be interim. That's funny. Prime is not leaving. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Y'all got to quit calling me. So I, I think that's going to be interesting to see. Um, see what happens there. Baylor was 2-10 and 10 after he left, which means he left them in absolute chaos. Talk about Matt Rule. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I also think Baylor's just kind of an up-and-down program, too. I mean, Baylor's, Baylor's like not that good of a football program, and they've just kind of had moments, which is cool. And he was, they were, they were pretty good with him. Uh, gotta be freeze or Kiffin. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think we're all on the same page here. I think we're all on the same page here. Um, I want to encourage you guys just take a quick break here. I want to encourage you guys to join the locked on Auburn discord. I'm going to put that link in the chat just real quick. Like, um, if you could join that, it's just a constant Constant conversation about Auburn sports, Auburn athletics, and it'll be uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So be sure to click that; it's free. All you have to do is join. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to see that. Um, in regards to anything else happening, uh, I'm trying to see if there's been any kind of updates since then. Nope, I don't think so. I don't think so. Does anybody have any questions? Anybody have any questions in regards to the stuff that's happening right now? It has been a crazy. Crazy day for the Auburn Tigers. Why do we think Auburn will hire a big name? We hired Gene, who was 5-19. and 19. So I talked about this when I went on the Max Roundtable last week. And, he, and Doug Amos asked me the question, if Auburn hired Lane Kiffin, would it be the biggest splash the Auburn football program has ever hired? And I think the answer to that is yes. Because like Gus Malzahn had just been a head coach for a year at Arkansas State. Like that certainly isn't it. Pat Dye, like that's cool. Like we all love him now. But at the time, like Wyoming and East Carolina, like did that move the needle? It wouldn't move the needle as much as like bringing in Lane Kiffin. So I, I certainly think that that's an interesting angle to have. Um Kiffin isn't coming, why would he? Money, and it's a better job. It is Auburn is such a better job than Ole Miss. It's, it's hilarious. And Ole Miss people will tell you that it's not. And some national media people will tell you that it's not. Um, 
It is. It absolutely is. And money. Let's don't act like Auburn like all of a sudden is limited on how, on spending money. That's 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 funny. That'd be quite the pivot. What is a reasonable timetable for how long this hiring will take? So, from an Auburn standpoint, the biggest issue is you have to dominate December, right? From moving on to the 2023 season, which I hate it for the kids, but it really kind of feels like that's what we're doing here. You have to win December. And by what I mean is you've got to win the early recruiting signing day. Well, I just blanked on that. You've got to check, you got to do early signing day. You've got to dominate that. And so you got to do that. And then the portal opens, right? So you can, a bunch of guys are going to enter the portal and you've got to go get the guys that fit and make sense. And so you need to have a head coach available before all that happens. And so an ideal timetable would be ASAP, but you can really only do that if it's Matt Rule, because he's not coaching anywhere right now. Maybe Dion, just because I think he'd be okay staying at Jackson State till the end of the season. And then as soon as December hits, you know, he, he comes over. Maybe Hugh Freeze, just because you're going up from Liberty to Auburn. Like, that's just such a big jump. I don't think anybody at Liberty would care. I think they would understand what happened. Um, so, but outside of that, I think the timetable is like, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, you get somebody that comes in three or four days after the Iron Bowl, just because you have to win December or 2023 is a waste. December is so important. It's so important. And yes, actual signing day is in February or is it in February, January, February? It doesn't even matter anymore because it's all about what happens in December. Can you break down? I'm going to do some research into the freeze contract. Yeah, I know he just recently got an extension. Um, I don't know the new buyout numbers or anything like that yet. I'm sorry. Would the boosters give Kiffin the resources? Yes. Yes, I would. Uh, I, I think they would. I think they would. Yep. All right, let's do a few more, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap up, guys. I got to put this up in podcast form in just a second. All right, he, here is the... Um, this is previous football revenue. Mississippi State, $39.9 million, right? So this is what... John Cohen is transitioning to 39.9 million Auburn 97.6 million. So more than double. Um, so hopefully he comes in ready to throw it around, man. Chad Morris. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. Please like this video. Please subscribe to the, uh, the YouTube channel means an absolute ton. And if you're listening to this in the future on audio, be sure to uh, subscribe. Leave a review would mean an absolute ton. Thank you guys for stopping by. I really appreciate it. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.